Good morning, good afternoon, good night everybody. This is Bumpo again with another installment. Like I said, these will usually be recorded in the morning and at night, usually on weekdays. So that should help people understand my schedule, if they want to listen. So I have officially decided to go with more story ideas. Because I can pump those babies out my ass all day long, no stop. And they hardly get written down. Some of the some of the story ideas I have fizzle out. And I'll say one thing, if I find like any of these ideas somewhere out there, like my exact idea word for word or even one word change, I'm gonna be super pissed. So I have great confidence and everybody will just honor the ideas and not really use them. Or, you know, mention me if they use them, please. Because nothing will piss me off more is if my ideas get used without being mentioned. And I think that goes for everybody. So, needless to say, I, I range with a different variations of genres. I go with whatever comes into my head. Fantasy, historical fiction, horror, I will do it all. Though I mostly dabble in more realistic fiction. So, the pretty much romance I'm pretty good at. And, yeah, it's, it's good. But it's just so hard to make it interesting, you know? So, I'll mention... This one, my romance stories that I have written. Now, I'm a big activist in the LGBT community, that whole thing. Hey, I sent you the address All for right. the uh, Flint Bottom Salvage, all right? All right. Address, all right. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. So, we'll be starting with my romance first. And I have two... Baby, you could have gone. Sorry about that. Like I said, this is usually recorded in the car, so at random times I'll get quiet or you'll hear me say something that doesn't pertain to anything. That's usually me yelling at somebody. I try to keep that... I try not to keep that up or anything, but yeah. So, like I said, we I will be mentioning my two romance stories that I've been working on. Right now, they kind of... I'm still working on them, but not actively. So, one is called Mute Love, and my fiancé personally loves that one. I'll, I feel like it's going to be a very big seller. And as I mentioned before, I'm a big activist in the LGBT community, and... I personally love those people. My favorite type of romance is gay because to me it's just the most adorable. Sorry straight, sorry lesbian, but just, I don't know. I just think it's absolutely adorable. So that being said, I mostly dabble with boy love. You know, two teenage guys falling in love with each other and 
usually it's one knows, the other one's not so sure. So, in Mute Love is a story about Cody Mill and his struggle with his past, pretty much. And a new kid comes into his school and disrupts what he has going, which Cody has decided to be mute. He is not actually mute, he has decided to, ever since the first grade. Now, he actively speaks at home and everything, but not around anyone else. He still sings to himself, he still, he's, he knows English and well, so it's not like he lost that. So, pretty much Jack flips his world upside down. And I could give spoilers for the story and everything, but I'll, but I obviously want you guys to read it. Right now, it's not available on a platform because I haven't published any ounces of it yet. But I do have it typed up and ready to be published. It just needs to be finished, and I feel absolutely horrible for not publishing anything that's not finished. So right now, it's technically sitting on. Quotive? Yeah? Is that what it's called? I believe it's Quotive I have it sitting on. It's sitting on my profile right now. I just have to, you know, release it and see if people are willing to read it. But for right now, it's just sitting there. I have it also written down in my possession. Meaning that it's actively on paper. Honestly, most of my stories start out on paper first, and then transfer to the computer. It helps. A lot. Just to kind of remember what you write. It's, it's muscle memory. Which I always liked. I always liked more. So, the story is following Cody and not really his love. His love is pretty... Whatever Cody and Jack has is only to help him. It doesn't solve anything. Honestly, it just creates more problems. So, it pretty much, the story's mostly gonna focus on Cody's conflicts, not Jack's. Jack's is a supporting character like a good man he is. And I'll give a brief character description. Cody has grayish brown hair. It's mostly gray. And he is an active music listener. Music is his passion in his life. Due to his parents. And he's like average size. Now Jack's a bit smaller than him. And a bit broader? Like, they're both skinny guys, but if you would expect one of them to join sports, it would probably be Jack. He's got, Jack got stronger legs, just because of how excited he gets. And also, Jack is kind of considerably shorter than him. So, he has brown hair, a very excitable kid. Cody is more um, inclusive. 
um, introvert, yes. So he doesn't like interacting with people. He wants to be left alone. Obviously, Jack doesn't work that way. He's an extrovert. He wants to be everybody's friend. And he does. He does. He, he's there to help everyone out. Now, the other story I like to mention that I'm currently working on is called Feelings. Now, it's not going to be a mushy kind of thing where all they're figuring out their feelings. No. It is about a guy who cannot feel anything on his own. He can only feel through empathy. So if he was sitting in the room, he can feel everybody. He, He can honestly choose which person he wants to feel. So if one person's feeling sad, he can decide to feel sad. If one person's happy, he can decide to feel happy. But it can only be in the room. So if he was in a big convention, there, there's limits. It's not like he can feel people's moods in the mile radius. It's probably a couple of feet. I haven't really decided. But let's say he's in a gym. Probably that's the biggest space. Now, I don't mean like one of those grand gyms. And I don't mean like a a whole basketball court either. I mean like a standard high school gym. Kind of small. That's probably as big as he can go. That's probably the biggest the radius can go. And it's only contained in those four walls. So if you're outside those four walls, he can't feel you. He can't feel you. Now, people call him a a psychopath. Now I've actually looked that up. It's someone who really kind of feels everything and mostly anger. I could be wrong. I had to do more research into that. And I will later on. Then he meets... Oh, crap. I forgot his name. The guy in feelings... Oh, crap. What was his name? I forget my character's names all the time. Uh, shoit. Okay, well, I forget their names. So you have the one who can only feel through empathy, and you have his friend who actually has to take medication because he feels everything at the same time. Pretty much insanity. So obviously this hurts him. And it, their relationship works really well. They are best friends. And they have to be. Because they are both outcasts for their emotional problems. But... Obviously, this is a romance story. It's more of a drama, realistic fiction kind of thing. With a bit of gay romance in there, because heck yeah, who doesn't love? Who doesn't love it? All homophobes. Screw them. They can't tell me how to live my life. So, those two become friends. And this is all, like, in the first chapter, so don't even, like try me. This is on like the first two, three chapters. So, then you have uh, I think I remember her name. I think her name was Jessie, uh, Jessica. Something to that effect. She comes to them 
because she believes they will hurt somebody for her because they can't feel it. But that's not how it works. They 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 kind of go along, see what she's gonna do. Like at first she says, I need you to prank this guy. They go along with it. They're like, okay. And they go to his house in the middle of the night. They're standing out in front. They see she has a knife. They're obviously one's freaking out, the other one absolutely can't. He's trying to he's trying to coax her out of, you know, a murder. So And this is all because of a rumor like this guy is popular. He he's got everybody under his thumb. He's known as the 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 guy she's talking about is known as the school's playboy. So if you want to imagine what that means, yeah. It's the equivalent of a fuckboy. Except... You don't... You hear about it. You don't see it. You hear about it. Makes you think. So... They... He... The empathy guy... Has a plan. It's like... No, you don't need to kill him. I got something better. So, it's probably like a two-day thing. No, it's a one-day thing. They meet out. They bring her, the guy who's technically a psychopath, and then you have the empathy guy all standing there, waiting for him, waiting for this popular guy. I wish I remember their names, but I don't. Screw my life. And this is where the romance sets in. Because the the empathy guy tries to get the popular guy's reputation ruined by calling him gay, you know, by actually saying that he's his boyfriend. That backfired because the empathy guy tried to lean in, be like all all sly. But that doesn't work. He's leaning in to kiss him, and he does. But the popular guy holds him, pushes him, pulls him in more, in deeper. The empathy guy's just thinking, oh crap, what did I get myself into? Now, their love, again, is not... Is a pretty decent part of the story. But it's not the main thing. The main thing, actually, is the empathy guy is trying to do acting. And acting, obviously, you had to make up some emotion and show it, display it. But how can you show emotion if you don't even know what it feels like? How can you feel sad when you absolutely can't? How can you cry on command? How can you get mad at somebody? It seems disingenuous, right? Well, I make it happen. 
So those two stories are kind of my mains for right now. As far as romance goes. Technically there's a third one, and that one is... Well, I guess I'll talk about that one too. That one's not a gay romance though. It's a straight one. So yay! For all your homophobes out there. This one is about a thief and a police officer. Now, the police on Now, I bend rules left and right for stories. I mean, you can. It technically, you can make anything happen in the story. It's your writing. So, you have one guy hailing from pretty much London. England, London. How about, you know. And you have the other guy who was raised in the U.S. So the English guy had to go over to the U.S. for more, uh, the U.S. for more training. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. I'm not even sure myself. I'll probably write some bullcrap about it or just completely skip over it and make people suffer. Yay! Or just be like, hey fans, you come up with a theory why he had to go. But... The kid became, but he went over and he was sent to capture this crook who happens to be the same age as him. And he's the only one who's gotten close enough to capture him. Now the thief, you learn quickly that he's dying. He needs medication but can't afford it. That's why he steals. That's why he lies, cheats, and everything. While the off while the officer had nothing to begin with. Absolutely nothing. So, it hurts. So, I, I can't quite remember names right now. I have midterms. I'm trying to focus on that more. But anyway, the love of the police officer's life comes to the U.S. because of a terrorist attack in England that hit too close to home. So, obviously, she was sent to the U.S. for protection for now. Uh, to be, She was sent there to live with her aunt for protection for now. And you have, like, at first, the cop didn't know, but the thief did. So... You first meet them, it's a side-by-side -side story, told by both perspectives at the same time. Of course, they're going to be hugely different. One's going to speak properly, the other one's going to speak horribly. In the very first two chapters, which is pretty much chapter one and then chapter one and a half, that's how it's going to work. So, basically, the thief is, has, like, has problems, and so does the police officer, and you're going to see how they slowly become more friendly while they're fighting over this girl. The police officer obviously doesn't want to show, like, he wants to keep her safe and doesn't want to hurt her. And the thief is like right up close to her, like buddy buddy, 
like, oh crap, you ain't getting that out. So, as an agreement, he said, I will not turn you in if she falls in love with you. If she falls in love with me, you go straight to jail. So, they're both pining for her heart, trying to show her why she should care about them. They both have challenging pasts. And she has to decide who she loves in the end. So, these could be interesting reads, or these could be completely boring. Now, I'm going to try my best to write them, but... Motivation is a bitch. Let me say. It is. And always will be. Alright. I have midterms to do. So, I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day.